Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about AR-15s. Um, basically, we're going to go through, you know, getting familiar with the AR-15. I think, you know, I keep hearing a lot of people, oh, well, I just use my handgun, the AR is too big, too bulky. Well, that's somebody who's never really shot their AR or spent the time. I think you bought it, you put it in the closet, and you never got to know it. Bottom line... You can put together an AR for 500 bucks. We've talked about this before. You just go buy the lower. Lower is anywhere from 35 to 80 bucks at your local gun store. And then go to Brownells, spend the 329 429 whatever they charge you, and buy the rest of it. Put that damn thing together and be a man. That's the bottom line. Um, 500 bucks, you got the AR. And you're the tough guy. And you know, I gotta say, I really like the idea of you putting it together yourself instead of going in and buying one stock. I like that, I mean, you know, I know when I talked about the 80% lowers, you know, I talked about, you know, the pride and the awesome of putting it together. But damn it, you should know how it goes together and comes apart and how to clean it and how to take care of it. Um, you know, that's a, that's a big thing, knowing your weapon and really being able to take care of it and understanding it. Um, but, you know, whatever. So get your AR-15, get it out, dust it off, oil it up, and uh, maybe it's time to get a little bit familiar with it. Kevin, right. you're excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. So, first thing... You know, everybody knows the basics of gun safety. You know, you, you never point a weapon at something you don't intend to shoot. You know, I, I think in the military, they, they talked about, you know, imagine it's like a laser beam coming out of it. And anything it points at, it's going to kill. 
and just kind of to approach it with that, that, you know, point it in the direction that's safe. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need uh, anybody getting shot in the eye. So, because that might end well with an AR-15, you know. Um, you keep your finger outside the trigger when you're not shooting. Outside the trigger. And keep right. it on safe. Mm-hmm. You know, you should really get into the hammock because you might think, well, I'm not a pussy. I don't need it on safe. I'm not going to point it at anybody, whatever. But you know what? If you actually get into the habit of flipping on the safety at almost every, every time. time, but because you got to figure when you're moving in on bad guys, when troops are, you know, when, when SEAL teams are moving in, a lot of the guys are flipping on the safe because they're your buddies in front of you, right. standing there all around you. Do mm-hmm. you know how many times, you know, they're riding in the uh, Humvee and some jackass shoots through the freaking roof? It happens all the time. These things just go off. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying, yo, a weapon just goes off. I'm not trying to be paranoid. But I'm saying when you're running around, you're bouncing into things. When your finger moves the wrong way, you do something. Cover your ass. Keep the damn safety on. Keep your finger out of there unless you're ready to do it. Um, the next, the last thing um, I got for you on gun safety is you want to be what's in front of, in between me and the target. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what comes to mind, I, I've seen videos on YouTube, uh, some jackass who goes out with his, his deer rifle and the scope and he'll line up the scope off the back of his pickup and he's laying it on the roof and he aims for the deer and he shoots and it goes through the roof of his pickup because they don't comprehend, <laughs> oh, my scope's two inches above my freaking gun mm-hmm. and it's sighted for, you know, out at a hundred yards or 50 yards or wherever and they don't realize. So be aware of what's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and be aware of what's behind you. You know, the foreground and, and uh, you know, behind your target. So Yeah, that's a big one. Especially um, especially in states uh, in the Midwest where it's real flat. Those rounds can go a long ways. You know, if you miss, it can go a long ways before it hits something. Alright, so we got the legalese out of the way. You're all going to be safe. You're going to keep your safety on and you're not going to shoot your neighbor's cat. Mm. I mean, unless you want to. Unless you want to, right. I mean, that's, you know. All right. Um, We could talk about gear. Um, There's a couple of things, you know, that that you got. You got iron sights for your AR. That's that's a standard, right? Standard, great for, you know, close close range, 25 yards, Mm -hmm. 50 yards maybe. After that, you might want to think about a scope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a mill dot scope, whatever. Right. Um, what kind of price range are you looking at for a basic scope for an AR? I gotta say, for I I found a great scope for like sixty bucks. Uh-huh. I have you know something I shoot distance with that you know was a couple bucks more, you know two mm-hmm. bucks something like that. But uh, 50 bucks, you can get a great freaking mill dot scope if you do your, you know, research and you wait for the sales. Um, Not too hard. I'll put a link up to the scope that I'm using and uh, you guys can uh, check it out, see what you think. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, no, go with that. But uh, I like a uh, single point sling. Okay. You know about, yeah. Yeah. So you, you set it up. It's just nice to be able to hang the gun right there. And have it, you know, ready for the uh, the quick draw, and it's just easy. You get in the habit, um, right? 
that that works for me. You know, something different might work for, you know, somebody else. So decide what's right for you. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about with gear is you need somewhere to hold those extra clips. Mm -hmm. um, you can just do, you know, a belt with the, the speed load clips on the, uh, on the side. You can um, do the vests. And you want to think about, you know, how you're positioning your clips to be able to grab, being able to load your ARs. You know, we're going to get into that a little bit later, but it's mm -hmm. important to be able to be quick with it. Mm -hmm. um, be cool if you live in a state that's not New York and you can have 30 round magazines. Mm -hmm. If I have to change three times before I can shoot as many bullets as the guy coming after me, that kind of sucks. Right. Especially if you're not the criminal. You know, whatever. So, you know, that's something to uh, consider. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, let's see uh, what we got. Um, the first thing, when you go up to, the, uh, to an AR-15, you pick it up. You want to pull back the charging handle. You want to look inside, make sure, you know, you don't see any brass. It's not loaded, whatever. Mm -hmm. or it's loaded if that's how you left that's it, I guess. But, you know, you want to check it first. And then, you know, you want to do the uh, quick release on the charging handle. A lot of the guys want to kind of slowly ease it back in. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it won't fully engage the round. So you want to pull it back and just let it kind of snap back. All right. Um, you want to get in the habit of, uh, well, a lot of the guys, it's hard to describe on the podcast. That's why I'm trying to think of how mm -hmm. to word it. But they'll pull back the charging handle where they have a finger on either side and they grab both and they pull it back. That's going to slow you down. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to use your kind of pointer, pointer finger on your you know, left hand if you're right-handed and be able to just kind of snap it with the hook, just jerk it back and, and release and just be able to get you know quick with the motion. Um, next thing, you're going to grab a uh, magazine Slam it up in there. You, uh, you know, we were assuming the gun was on uh, safety when you got there. I guess I skipped that step. Um, then uh, you press the uh, the paddle and uh, you know the ping pong paddle on the outside and and push the uh, bolt. Make sure it's all snug and uh, you see that you can slide it back. See the round in place, and uh, it should be good to go. All right. Um, next thing you'd want to uh, take out your gun and uh, kind of zero it in on the target and, and set it up that way, right? So we're gonna take out our AR-15. We got our magazine. It's on safe. We we got the rounds, you know, in there. Um, when you're holding the gun, a lot of the guys, you want to make sure that basically the gun kind of lines up with your spine. You want to kind of hunch over a little bit and lean forward into it and you want it so that it's really going to hit the mass of your body when you're coming in. I mean, I'm not saying put it in the center of your chest. I'm saying twist your body a little bit mm -hmm. to kind of put your weight behind it. Um, it'll, the AR doesn't have a lot of kick. It's not a, a big gun, but you want to be in control of it. Um, when you, uh, lay down, you want to, you know, spread your legs. You know, I think in, uh, that American sniper movie, uh, you know, the guy's going through and he's smacking uh, Chris Kyle's feet because he's got his, you know, legs sticking up or his feet sticking up. The big argument with that, it's not really going to make you the better shooter. 
You just want to have a low profile. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have something that the enemy can be shooting at. Right. Um, you want to keep your feet actually not spread out too far because, again, you don't want to be too wide of a uh, target, you know. Mm-hmm. The less uh, you give them to hit you, the, the little better off you're going to be. Um, oh, one of the things... Sometimes with the cheaper magazines, if when you're laying there to go to shoot, you set the magazine, a lot of people will rest it kind of right on the dirt mm-hmm. and keep shooting. That uh, sometimes cheaper magazines will end up jamming when you do that. You Just that little extra pressure mm-hmm. will end up causing them to bind up. Now, honestly, if that's happening, throw out the magazine and start over. You know, get a new one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, whatever. Just something to be aware of. Um, that might be a point of failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for long-term storage. Yeah. No, you want to take care of your equipment. That's what I say. So next I got, um, you want to keep, uh, so your face, keep your nose kind of close to the charging handle, just like right in there on the gun. You want to get close. Um, try closing, uh, closing your eyes and then opening them. And what I, what I mean is, what you want to do is you want to kind of aim down the target, close your eyes, and then open your eyes again. And if you find that you shifted your body, it's because it's in not in a natural, comfortable state. Mm-hmm. And you want to actually kind of get up and move and adjust it. I mean, I, I don't mean stand up, but I mean, you know, rock back on your elbows or something and kind of reposition yourself and then, you know, get in a more comfortable spot. Because it should be natural the way you're, you know, laying. Um, all right, you know about like the respiratory pause, right? So you want to shoot when, you know, kind of in between breaths. Right. Um, it's not like boxing where you're, you know, with the breathing or, or bench pressing, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's you want that respiratory pause. So that's like six to eight seconds. You should be able to kind of mm-hmm. focus in and hit your mark on uh, that. Um, when you squeeze the trigger, a lot of the guys will just kind of jerk it back almost like they're scared of it. And then they let go like, ah, you know, they just kind of do it. And like, or you think of the cowboy movies where they're like, pow, pow, pow. And you just think of the finger snapping in and out. You want to actually pull the trigger and just kind of hold it there for that half a second longer and don't have the quick release or you'll find that it ends up jerking the gun and pulling you off target a little bit. Uh, I noticed a lot of people when when they're shooting um, are scared. They they jerk back. Uh, I noticed that myself. I was with a friend down in Florida um, shooting a forty-five, and uh, I'd shot one more round than I thought, and then I pulled the trigger and nothing happened, but I realized I was already... Jerking, Tense and jerking, jerking from the ex- expectation of the of the pop. Yeah. So a lot of the times it's good to uh, to dry fire a few times and just get comfortable with with nothing happening. Yeah, no, I, I don't think you're wrong on that. Um, believe it or not, I, I know what people think and hear and whatever. You want to get used to just to kind of learn for the combat si- situation. I'm talking about training for military law enforcement or for the prepper that feels that one day this might be a life or death uh, situation for you. You want to get in the habit of uh, shooting with both eyes open. Mm -hmm. Um, You really should have, you know, the field around you. And some people just can't do it. 
and you know it's just too hard to focus whatever then do what you have to do but ideally in a perfect world you want to be able to shoot with you know two eyes open and aware of what's going on around you yeah and let me just say real quick uh, I think we kind of skimmed over it if you're if you're at the range or you're firing you know in your backyard wherever it is that you shoot um, always use your safety glasses and hearing protection Hearing protection is huge. Yeah, it's a big deal. You know, and you can be cool. You want to rock the Oakleys or something, go for it. Anything that's going to protect your eyes from getting in there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm even starting to use safety glasses with uh, power tools. Oh, that's crazy. You know, who knew? I, that's crazy stuff. After a couple of splinters in the eyeball, and you yeah. know, I'm, I'm starting to come around to the idea. This is pretty unpleasant. Um. I, I do use uh, safety glasses that are glass, which they're like, oh, don't do that. But you know what? At least I can see and they're clear. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of the plastic ones all, you know, scratched and crappy and whatever. Yeah, you get new safety glasses, but, dude. Yeah, is that what you're supposed yeah, to be They're doing? only like five bucks. You don't yeah, have to get whatever. the expensive Piss ones. Piss off. All right. That said. All right. Now, I know I kind of touched on, you know, when I said lean into shooting. But uh, when you're standing up and you're shooting, you kind of want to shift onto the balls of your feet. A slight bend of the knees. Um, again, like I said, you kind of lean your weight into the weapon. You, you almost like look like a hunchback. Kind of, you want to kind of bring your shoulders in mm-hmm. um, tight to the weapon. Uh, you want to keep your elbows in close. That's more for uh, again your profile, so you're not a big target. You want to keep your elbows in and not like a you know chicken wing sticking out. Uh, the stock tighten to the shoulder, bring the gun. Uh, one of the big things when you're shooting and then you're moving, you want to bring your gun up to your head, not your head down to your gun. Right. And you want to get in that habit of your head kind of staying the same mm-hmm. and the gun coming up to it. You want to, you know, kind of get used to that and that's going to help you with your, you know, your combat readiness. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, no, we're kind of going through. It's a lot more like notes today. I just, it's kind of hard to cover uh, training without me writing it all out and thinking about. It's kind of hard to cover training uh, without a video with or a podcast, in, yeah. in person, yeah. But you know what? Honestly, I think you guys are going to take away uh, some good stuff here. Yeah, and um, this is, uh, you know, this is for the novice shooter that, um, you know, that that is training themselves. Right. Yeah, I'd like if you can find somebody who knows and who's going to train you, even better. Maybe buy some DVDs, whatever you got to do. But, you know, really it's better if you can get get on a range with somebody. Make friends with a cop. Make friends with somebody who's shooting ARs, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, see if they can't teach you stuff. But honestly, it's better if you, you work with some guys who've actually had some real training. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know, you know, when you go to these courses, I know... Some of the training courses I've been to, you'll get law enforcement guys, DEA guys. All these guys show up, and a lot of them are making some pretty rookie mistakes and just aren't familiar. They haven't been trained, and that's why they're at the course. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't just assume because, oh, well, they were in the military. They know how to shoot an AR-15 you know, properly. Right. I'm sure they know how to shoot an AR-15. They probably shot an M16, uh, you know, somewhere along the way. But, uh, you know, look for somebody who's really got some knowledge and uh, can help you out. Uh, 
you want to grip your gun kind of in the same position. You want to, what I mean by that is you get familiar the same way and you always want to shoot the same way. Don't kind of, you know, experiment once you get settled. You know, once mm -hmm. you find what works for you, stick with it. The four grips are kind of cool, but with, with the longer gun, I don't know. You, you really want to put your hand in a comfortable spot. I like to grab the bottom of the barrel and kind of you want to put your thumb in line with the barrel, mm -hmm. like even with it as you, you know, on your forehand. Um, what else? You want to get in the habit of, uh, they call it a controlled pair, where you shoot two shots every time you shoot. Mm -hmm. And you want them to both be thought out. That's why they say a controlled pair. So it's like bang, aim quick, bang, you know, like that. And really it should be bang, bang, you know, you should get there. But, you know, you want it to be focused each time. Mm -hmm. You know, people end up like shooting and shutting their eyes. You want to get away from that. Mm -hmm. That's not uh, the answer. You shouldn't be afraid of the gun. Um, maybe that's where the hearing protection mm -hmm. gets you a little more comfortable. Um, all right, so... The other thing that's going to help you in a combat situation is speed reloading mm -hmm. and just changing that clip out. And that, that's what I was talking about. You always want to put the clip in your belt or in your vest with the bullets facing the same way. Or at least, you know, if maybe you do, well, I have them facing to the center of my chest. So the ones on the left all, you know, go to my right and the ones on my right go to my left. Mm -hmm. As long as you're going to remember. You want to be able to grab it and know how the clip is when you do it. Mm -hmm. um, the best way, when you're shooting and you're, you know, you want to get in the habit of bang, 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 whether you're counting or not, a lot of times you're going to end up pulling the trigger and there's just nothing there, just like you talked about. Mm -hmm. And you're going to realize, oh crap, I need to change my clip. The first thing you want to do is roll the gun so that, you know, you're going to roll the bottom up to the right. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to look into the chamber and see if, you know, the bolt's back. And at that point, when you see, oh, it's empty and not a jam, mm -hmm. you're going to hit the, the release at that point. The, uh, you're going to bring your finger up to hit the uh, clip release. And then you're going to roll the gun back up the other way. All right, so... Up to the right, the bottom goes up to the right. You're going to look, see it empty. You're going to hit with your finger because you already have it out because you took it mm -hmm. off the trigger. You're going to hit the uh, release, and at that time, you could flip up the safety with your, your thumb. You hit the release on the magazine. A lot of guys just drop them on the ground and keep moving. We'll go back to, you know, again, that's a preference thing. Mm -hmm. And at the same time... <clears throat> You drop the magazine, you're going to uh, start to roll the gun back the other way. You're going to reach back, grab, let me think, reach back and up the other way. You're going to grab your index finger. It's going to grab the magazine and then slide it up in. I'm just trying to think about it, you know, explain it as I'm, I'm doing it here. You reach back, grab, slide it into the gun and lock it. Then you're going to grab the charging handle and snap it back. Um, should all go pretty smooth. Um, 
if you the idea too you don't want to be looking at the magazine you don't you're always looking forward mm-hmm. and that's why you need to practice it you know where you need to know where it is on your belt you need to grab it you need to slide it in and then rock the charging handle and again let it snap back you know you don't want to push it back because you're going to end up with trouble um back to some of the gear i've seen they have battery assists for the charging handle have you ever seen these no i've never that, even heard of that beyond me i uh I, I was with a guy and and he had one and it was pretty awesome but i didn't really get to the bottom of it but it's battery assisted charging handle and you don't have to rock it back he just hits a button and it locks it in and it takes a couple seconds off your you know, clip change and everything uh, back in the game. Mm-hmm. So maybe something you guys want to check out on YouTube. Um, battery-assisted charging handle. Uh, see what you can figure out there. Um, uh, you know, some guys do the uh, ready mag. That's where that second magazine kind of clips onto the side of the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, those are awesome. Uh see what else. See what I got for you. Um, the tactical reload. Um, so what this is, is tactical reload. The only difference between that and a speed load or a speed change is tactical reload is, oh, I know I shot a couple rounds, but I still have some left. And when it comes to life and death, I want to have those bullets. I don't want to just toss them to the side. But just the same, I also don't want to leave. I want a full magazine in case whatever pops up next because I have a second to change it right now. All right. So what you want to do there is you're going to end up swapping the one with maybe two or three rounds or I would assume probably less than 10 rounds or you're probably not changing it. But that couple of rounds, you're going to put that in the furthest back magazine pouch and really, it's whatever magazine pouch you would grab last. So, you know, you go in a normal order. Whatever one's going to be your last one, you're going to want to put the one with the half-used back there and move the full one, you know, up forward into the progression. Right. Um, something to think about. Uh, so, all right, another scenario. You're shooting, bang, bang. Um, the magazine, it doesn't fire. And you roll it back to check for the magazine change, and you end up seeing two rounds caught. You know, you had a double feed. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens a lot. Oh, yeah? Um, well, yeah. And so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to... They, they say uh, they, the, the acronym is SPORT. So it's SLAP, and what they mean by that, slap the magazine, pull, pull the charging handle... Um, you're going to want to jerk the charging handle back and forth four or five times. Then look up, see, uh, you know, you're going to observe is after slap, pull, observe, release. So you're going to observe, see if everything's clear. If it's not, you're going to drop the magazine, rock the charging handle again, then tap the uh, bolt assist and you're going to load the new mag and you're back in business. Um... All right, so training. Um, now that we're all familiar with the mag, with the AR-15, mm-hmm. right? We got the kind of gist of it, the basics covered there. Um, you want to start training with uh, multiple targets. Um, what I've seen is 
they sell targets and again this is one way of doing it you come up with you know different stuff but they sell targets that are have like a, imagine a three by five sheet of paper um you have two triangles a circle a square and then they're all random colors and then they put numbers in it mm-hmm. all right and then you can have your buddy say shoot a triangle shoot a number two shoot two and four you know and shoot you know all the shapes or shoot all the triangles Mm. shoot everything that's red shoot you know and then the idea is it takes a second for your brain to process it Mm -hmm. and it's different than just shooting and punching paper um you know your standard targets Mm -hmm. and the idea you know you want to get through where you're thinking um the other thing you know they have where you're throwing things out there and trying to hit them kind of like you do with a shotgun with skeet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just getting in that habit of things popping up. You know, you really, um, I know they sell a bunch of targets out there that, you know, have things that pop up out at you and really getting in that habit of the surprise. Because honestly, that's when it happens. And if you need to focus for a minute, I mean, just even when I'm out hunting a little varmint kind of thing. Um, you know, woodchucks, different like that. They don't usually just sit there and like, hey, <laughs> it's all cool. You know, they don't. Um, they're going to, as soon as you pop around the corner, they're going to go, oh shit, there he is. And they're gone. And you got to draw up and, you know, ready to go. Uh, that's something you need to be, uh, you know, aware of and, and something you should be practicing. Um, see what else I got. Got to keep flipping the pages. You like that I have a lot of pages of notes. I do, I do. You usually are uh, pretty note-free. Note-free, and today uh, today we're, uh, we're doing it. Um, the other thing you might want to do, practice, uh, take a piece of plywood, cut some uh, circles out of it, and try shooting through it. Um, shooting out of the uh, little openings. Try popping the sides, you know, popping out and getting your shot off and popping back in, mm-hmm. you know, ha- popping in and out of cover. Try laying on your side and shooting sideways. Mm-hmm. You know, these things, uh, you got to kind of get used to it. You want to practice shooting standing, squat, low squat, kneeling, prone. Mm-hmm. You got to and practice getting up and down. You know, we get a little softer. We drink a lot of beer. We get older. We don't pop up like we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to practice doing that. Because if you have to set down your gun to get up and down, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be able to hop down and you know hop back up with the gun in the one hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't hold the AR-15 in one hand, you have other problems. Let me tell you, maybe you need to skip the AR-15 training and go back to the weight training. Um I don't know. These are the things I got for you. <clears throat> but that's the gist of what I uh, I put together. That's uh, that's going to be our basic AR-15 training, getting familiar with the gun. Um, but I got to tell you, you put some time in, you go out, you spend a couple days, and it really, I, man, if you can't get out there once a month, I mean, 12 times a year you can't get out with the gun. It may be all right. There's two or three winter months that are shitty and you just can't find a day to get out there. All right, but double up in the summer, you should be shooting, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Um, you really, you know, damn, go buy some property where you can shoot a gun in your backyard is what I'm telling you. Yeah. And if not, at least make some friends where you can go shoot a gun in their backyard. You know, get out of the damn city. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, that's what I got. You know, you guys got to get familiar with these guns. It's not all talk. It's not all, you know, whatever. It's it's putting the time in. Yeah. Um, Owning a gun doesn't mean, doesn't mean you know how to use it. You know, I, I, I actually heard uh, the average uh, NRA member or something shoots like five rounds a year. And it's because they're hunters or whatever. And they go out. They do one or two before they go to do their thing. Mm-hmm. They go out, they shoot one or two at a deer, and that's it. That's interesting. And, uh, you know, there, there's not a lot of guys who are, uh, I don't know, Ted Nugent or whatever mm-hmm. that, you know, are really putting the time in. Um, I got to say that the gun ranges, uh, the gun clubs don't exactly make it easy. They want the big commitment of... You know, oh, you got to do all this range time helping out or, yep. you know, all this nonsense to keep the club going. It's like joining a biker gang. You know, I was just talking to my nephew, who's a Marine, and he's like, yeah, I went to join a biker gang and they just want to sit around and drink all the time and I don't have time to go out riding my bike. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, that sounds about right. And I got to say, a lot of the gun clubs are like that. You spend so much time with nonsense. Set up your own damn range. That's what Mm -hmm. I say. And actually, I found sometimes it's better to pay to go use the gun club range than it is to join the damn gun club. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there, huh? Just throwing it out there. All right. So uh, what's going on in the news? What do you got? Oh, there's a good one I found. Yeah, tell me. Uh, Canadian uh, up in uh, Alberta. All right. Um, Taking a trip, stops at a a fast food place, and I think any Canadian knows which fast food place I'm talking about. It was Tim Hortons. Uh, Always Tim Hortons. All right. Uh, Takes his dog out, lets his dog out to go take a piss, and... uh, Here's a whimpering around the side and comes running around, and uh, there's a cougar attacking his uh, his husky. Who hasn't seen that play? Mm-hmm. So the obvious reaction, he punched the cougar in the face, and the cougar backed up, started swatting at him, and uh, basically he was able to get the dog back in the car, and uh, police came and uh, shot it. But dog is okay. Dog's okay. The guy didn't uh, didn't get any scratches or nothing. All right. But I think that's pretty legit, uh, punching a cougar in the face. Yeah, that, that yeah. gets you the badass of the week. Yeah, it gets you the badass of the week. So that's uh, that's the official uh, official badass of the week this week. Um, also, uh, big news across the river from, from my house here. All right. Um, somebody called the police because there was a frozen lady in a car. She froze Frozen lady in the car, sure. Yeah. So they showed up. And without realizing it was a mannequin, they smashed the guy's windows in. No! And then they realized it was a mannequin, and then they blamed the guy that owned the car for the broken window yeah, because sure. he shouldn't have had a mannequin in there. Shouldn't have had a mannequin in yeah. there, Jack. He was a, he was a medical instructor, and it was a you know mannequin for uh, for practicing uh, what did they first call aid it? Techniques. CPR. Uh, what's her name? There's CPR a name for the girl. Well, it was a yeah, it was a, an old Annie. lady. I think Annie is yeah, the... Yeah, uh, wasn't just like the, the standard rubber, you oh, know, thing, okay. but right. I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time believing that the cops didn't realize it was a mannequin, just wanted to break the window. But, 
you know, here's that to the, the you know, town of Hudson police officers uh, uh, saving mannequins from freezing to death. You know, we all got dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is new? The uh, Obama's pissing off Israel. Yeah, Little and Russia. there and Russia. Yeah, all right. Kicked uh, a bunch of uh, uh, Russians out of uh, the country. All right. So that's uh, taught them a lesson. Yeah. Fuck with Hillary. Yep. I'm sure they're uh, sure they're very worried about it. All right. And I think uh, that's it. Yeah, it's all I got this week. All right. Short and sweet. I overloaded you with you know nonstop info. I don't know. Sorry if I bored you. No, that's I just want to get you guys uh you know out there using your guns. You mm-hmm. know, guns are awesome. They Go are. shoot something. They that's are. what I'm telling you. Whenever you're having a bad day, man. <laughs> Hit the range. Mm-hmm. So, preppingbadass.com. Um, check us out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Stay safe, and we will uh, talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.